Hi everyone, you're listening to Let's Say Together, a podcast about Fruits Basket by Natsuki Tuhaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And I am hopped up on cold medicine this week. <laughs> so, I'm stone cold sober. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you're not For doing now. it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, today we're discussing chapters 13 and 14 of the Fruits Basket manga. We're going to do our regular kind of summary discussion and then talk about spoilers. Um... So uh, we did say earlier on in this series that we would talk about the anime. So we have been watching the anime. And I think there are some minor spoilery things that I want to discuss with you. So we could talk about it when we talk about spoilers. But for so far, episodes one and two are like almost, they're basically like shot for shot chapters, like one to three of the manga. So yeah, I think, I don't know, if there's a, if there's anything significant, well, maybe we'll talk about anime in the future but if you if you want to hear some of the things that we thought about those chapters you can go back and listen to the first two episodes of the podcast yeah we're enjoying it but i think uh part of the reason we're enjoying it is that it's very faithful so far so unless there's any real big significant uh, changes to talk about i'll probably just briefly mention them mm-hmm. as they come out <laughs> yep yeah, i think so mm-hmm. and so far there haven't been any major changes it's been yeah, very pretty it's- faithful They've added a little bit of foreshadowing in, but that's more of a spoilery thing, so... Yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> in this episode. Okay, so chapter 13. Are you ready to get started? So ready. <laughs> chapter 13. Everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> they don't get to answer. They just listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> chapter 13 opens with... The light-headed boy that we saw last time at the Winchigaroo was at the main house during New Year's. He stares intently at a directory on the street, and these two lady onlookers comment that he is so hot, and he looks like he's dressed for clubbing, um, and then maybe he would take them out. The boy seems to have made a decision, and he puts on his goggles and his gloves, and then he hops on his bike with a basket and a safety light, <laughs> and leaves the girls shocked and dazzled in his wake <laughs> as he takes off. <laughs> like... This is this is the definition of Kakui. <laughs> I like how slow he seems to be. Going he's on like spike too. it's like ching ching in the background. <laughs> the sound effect, it's so good. It makes me laugh every time. Uh, meanwhile, somewhere else, outside of a grocery store, Yuki and Kyo are arguing once again, and Kyo is like, "I'll make you say you're sorry." And Yuki's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> he's like, Kyo is like, "Let's say it's outside," and Yuki's like, "We are outside." <laughs> Uh, and Toru appears just in time to stop things from getting physical, and they kind of help her carry the groceries, but they keep arguing the whole time. And Toru thinks that this year her dearest wish is for Hiki and Kyo to get along, and she says she even prayed for it at her first shrine visit of the year, but doesn't seem like much has changed since then. Um, Yuki seems to be in quite the not-giving-any-fucks type of mood, and when Kyo continues to harass him, Yuki just shoves leaks in his face. Otherwise known as Chinese chive, as we discussed before. <laughs> Kyo, like, coughs them up, um, and Yuki coughs a dainty and delicate cough. But he didn't cough blood into a handkerchief and try to hide it, so he knows he's not going to die, right? Yeah. <laughs> as we have discussed also previously. Um, at home that night, Toru and Yuki are chilling watching TV. And, like, <laughs> if you look at the TV, doesn't it look like Psycho? It's like yeah. a knife, someone holding up a knife. I was like, what are they watching? <laughs> Anyway, uh, Shigure comes from the bath and he asks if Yuki wants to go next and Yuki doesn't want to take a bath and Shigure sasses him very strongly. And I think that this would probably 
happen in any Japanese household if they someone didn't want to take a bath. I don't know. Um, I like Yuki's calm. One day I'd like to hang him from the roof. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Yuki says he thinks he's getting a cold, which I clearly can relate to right now. (laughs) Uh, Toru asks if he has a fever and she checks his head and it looks like he kind of like backs up to almost like avoid her touch, but then relaxes a little bit. It's like he jumps when she jumps up to check his head. Um, And he blushes and Toru says that he's a bit warm and Shigeru finds him some cold medicine. Toru asks if he should stay home from school uh, tomorrow, and he says it's not too far to walk, but they have an endurance run. And Shigeru is like, oh, the things they make the kids do these days. <laughs> uh, the box of cold medicine he's holding apparently says mystery, mystery cold, cold medicine. medicine. <laughs> I feel like that's accurate to the contents of most medicine cabinets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long this has been here, but <laughs> I've got it's cold, so I'm going to have it. Still in date, according to this. <laughs> Now, Kyo pops up at that time and is like, did you say endurance run, a.k.a. a battle, a.k.a. another venue of competition with Yuki? <laughs> Matoru is like, Yuki's getting sick. And Kyo is like, so what? He'll be better in the morning. <laughs> Shigure, of course, reminds him not to push himself, reminds Yuki not to push himself too hard because he might transform if he gets too weak. And so Toru is still concerned, of course, but she knows that Kyo will be mad if Yuki doesn't run. The next day at school, all the girls are admiring Yuki's lovely slender legs <laughs> before the race starts. But then Yuki is like, oh, I can't even tie my shoes. Like, he's so weak, which I also <laughs> relate to. <laughs> this is all about me, this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but Toru comes to check in with him and he tells her not to worry. And she, she also mentions or he mentions that Uo isn't there. And Toru says that she's skipping, but Hana is here. One of the fangirls spies Toru being all friendly like with Yuki and bonks her on the head and drags her off because the girl's course is about to start. I guess like they're running at different times or something. Hana and Toru then catch up and Hana's like, what happened to you? And Toru's like, nothing. Um, of course. But that we have a handy arrow <laughs> in the sketch that's pointing to a bump on Toru's noggin. Uh, suddenly the fangirl's like, something is here in the background. Um, and Toru says to Hana that they have to run, they have to run for Uo. And Hana is like, I know, uh, I'm not a runner, but I'll do my best. And in the background, the girl's still like, they're here. And this other girl's like, what do you mean they? And she's like, the, as the master wishes. And the other girl's like, what? Like, it's, it's <laughs> super weird. Like, Hana's, I guess, doing something to her. Anyway, with the bang of the starting gun, the endurance run begins. But just in front of the starting line, Hana collapses and says that she can't run any farther and she'll have to walk the rest of the way. But she's like, you go on ahead. And Toru's like, Hana-chan, and the teacher is like, I don't care if you walk or crawl, just start. <laughs> I, I really admire uh, Hana and Uo's efforts in this chapter, because <laughs> I also hated running. And- yeah, I know, I, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, she's my spirit animal in this chapter. Yeah, could have gotten away with either of those. No, we would just have to have stumbled <laughs> down the course. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, but Toru is earnest, however, and out on the course, Toru is running, um, and she's full of concern for Yuki and for Hana. She's, like, thinking that the boys' race is about to start. And she spies an old man in the grass on the side of the road, but when she gets closer, she realizes that he's actually the boy that we saw earlier, who's super kakui, um, <laughs> rather than old. He asks <laughs> where the someone... I guess that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You can't, you, it's not like they're mutually exclusive. 
uh, he asks where the Soma family live, and she's like, huh? And then we cut to Yuki and Kyo way overdoing it in the race. And Kyo is shouting, and Yuki is still daintily coughing. And is Kyo running without his shoes on? Like, he's holding his shoes yeah, and running. I noticed that for the first time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. It's got to hurt. It looks like they're running on asphalt. It's probably his, like, weird, like, martial arts training. I feel like I heard one time, because I, ugh, this is a fun fact about me, but I do, I take karate also. And so, like, one time, our my instructor was like, yeah, we used to, like, rip phone books apart and, like, jog for a mile without shoes on. It's like, what, what is this? Anyway, whatever. So Probably maybe. It's actually really easy to rip a phone book apart. You just have to do it right. Uh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> It's like you like bend it in a certain way and you're still only tearing like one sheet at a time. It's trick to it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I heard from the what super I tough. I believe you. I, but I also believe Kyo is like, he's just, he probably is just like, it's easier to run without shoes on or something. Also, there's it's shoes. Part of his catness. <laughs> maybe. It could be that too. His shoes look and like. He's got little kitty toe beans. <laughs> maybe he does. <laughs> I doubt it. Does that mean <laughs> rats, does Yuki have like little claws and shit then? <laughs> Maybe. Do we ever see him without shoes on? No. There is a scene with Kyo without his shoes on in this chapter later. And his toes are all weird. I stared at it for a long time. It's the scene where Haru calls on the phone, but it's fine. We're getting there. Or maybe it's the next <laughs> chapter. Anyway, their their shoes also look really funny. They they look like Chuck Taylors. They all look like they're wearing uniform Chuck Taylors. It's like that's not good to run in. Why is no. this happening? Anyway, um. Anyway, the other guys they leave all we the digress. other guys. <laughs> yeah, we definitely digress. <laughs> Kyo's toe beans. <laughs> we um. <laughs> they anyway Kyo and Yuki leave everybody else in their class behind anyway we cut back to Toru and the boy who are talking she asks if he's a Soma as well um, and he asks if she knows them too and Tor- as Toru introduces herself he cuts her off and he says he hears them coming he ties a line across the path and as Kyo draws close the boy tugs the line and trips him <laughs> super hardcore style <laughs> Um, Kyo, Yuki catches up to the group and Kyo pops up and he's like, what the hell? Just as we would expect Kyo to say. Um, the boy says he had no other choice and Kyo is like, oh, Haru? Um, and so now I can finally say his name after all this time. <laughs> Haru also turns to the fourth wall and is like, don't try this at home, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Kyo's like, you shouldn't have tried it at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kyo, and the whole time in the background of this scene, like there's other stuff happening. Kyo is like, I'm bleeding, and he keeps yelling about the blood. <laughs> um, um, and Yuki, Yuki, meanwhile, is like, they just keep coming. Like the other somas, I guess, just keep coming. He's like, now Haru. Um, he's also like, shouldn't you be at school? You have entrance exams this year. And Haru is like, well, I set out on Sunday, and the next thing you know, three days had passed. A mystery. And Yuki's like, just say that you got lost. <laughs> Uh, a wild old lady appears in the background, and so they decide to get off the course in case they get spotted slacking off, I think. Yuki introduces Hasaru Soma to Toru and explains that he's in middle school, and Haru responds very politely with a bow, and Toru bows back as they exchange pleasantries. Um, and Toru also remarks internally that he doesn't seem like a ninth grader, I guess because he's so polite. Um, Kyo asks why Haru is there, and he says that he wants to fight. He wanted to challenge a Kyo at New Year's, but he couldn't. So that's what Haru was saying before to Shigure, is that he wanted to challenge Kyo. Haru was like, let's do it, and grabs Kyo's shirt. 
And Kyo was like, no way, dude, we're in the middle of a race. And Kyo and Haru continue to argue, and Yuki is like, wait, this could be bad, and suggests that Kyo just do what Haru says, but Kyo is like, no way! Um, and he's interrupted by Haru headbutting the shit out of him. And Yuki is like, oh no, it's too late. Um, Haru's expression and tone of voice completely change. And by tone of voice, I mean that his font is now bold for the rest of the scene. I also looked at the manga too, or the Japanese version of the manga too, and it's also bold, just in case anybody cared. <laughs> anyway, because um, I wanted to see if it was like a different style of font or something, like if they use something different to represent his two okay. sides. But no, it's bold text. It means that he's Black Haru. Kyo is quite annoyed by this and like roundhouse kicks Haru to the face and Yuki is like great he awakened Black Haru as I just said two seconds ago <laughs> Yuki explains that Haru is normally mild-mannered but once he's snapped he becomes an unstoppable juggernaut those are Yuki's words not mine <laughs> <laughs> and the family call this side of him Black Haru Toru asks if this makes him like Kagura and Yuki says no and Haru at this time Haru turns his attention toward Yuki and threatens him as well and Yuki continues he's way worse than Kagura Kyo and Haru continue to fight, and Haru says, if you keep putting me off, I'll take out my frustrations on your little girlfriend over there. And Kyo is like, yo, what? And then Haru's like, you know, some of this and some of that, and then also something else. And Kyo's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I used to have to help you find your way to the bathroom when you were little. <laughs> um, Kyo is like, who got him stirred up? Oh, it was me. This is all like Kyo's kind of eternal monologue at the bottom of that <laughs> one, one page in the panel. He's like, what does that mean anyway? She's got nothing to do with this. And then he thinks... Women have nothing to do with disputes between men. And he looks over at Toru, who is clasping her hands with concern. And his expression changes and hardens, and he thinks, but for some reason it really pisses me off. Yuki coughs daintily some more, <laughs> and suggests that uh, Toru continue the run. But, and Haru and Kyo, because it might take a while, Haru and Kyo square up for a fight. And out somewhere on the course, Hana reads, like the spirit <laughs> animal that she is to us. <laughs> and that's the end of chapter 13. So, in chapter 14, we open the chapter with a fight about to begin, and Kyo and Haru exchange more shit talk. Um, Haru kicks Kyo in the head, but Kyo blocks it, and it seems like Yuki and Toru have sat down to kind of watch. It looks like they're sitting now. <laughs> and Yuki continues to cough. <laughs> um, it seems like Toru wants them to stop fighting, but Yuki suggests that they should just let them fight it out. I mean, there's no way that he's going to get in the middle of that fight. Haru takes off his coat. Wait, wait, and wait. Is he is he wearing full leather underneath the coat? Like his shirt, his shirt looks pretty shiny. Shiny. <laughs> it's black and shiny, and his pants are black and shiny. And I never noticed it until now, but it looks like he's wearing wearing like a full leather outfit, <laughs> which is intense. Also, how is he fighting in leather? Like it's not like it's stretchy. Maybe um, it's pleather. Maybe it's stretchy leather. It's like jeggings, leather jeggings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so there's a lot of shit talking way more shit talking than between yuki and kyo i think there's a lot of like i'll kill you and like you're like a snapping turtle <laughs> which is another great <laughs> another great insult and kyo is like haru har kyo says haru is like a snapping slow like a snapping turtle i guess compared to yuki and then haru is like you're less than a slapping turtle you're like a baby turtle uh, which is, I don't know. And he also calls him a water skeeter, which is like a, one of those bugs that floats on water. <laughs> it's also one of the enemies in Mario 64. Because I googled it, and then it showed up. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Anyway, Toru looks in quite... wet, dry world, which is... Yeah, 
Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> and you have to like swim and hit all those things to change the water. <laughs> it's like the worst, but the funnest uh, level. <laughs> we digress again. Anyway. <laughs> Toru looks quite uncomfortable with this whole situation, but Yuki is like, this is dumb. And I kind of have to agree, because I just, I can't, I just hate fight scenes. <laughs> Toru comments that it seems like Kyo is much stronger, and Yuki says that he probably is against Haru. And as Kyo kind of smacks Haru's face in the background and, like, blocks his <laughs> kick, um, Yuki says that this doesn't change the fact that they're fight-obsessed morons. And Toru is like, didn't you enjoy, enjoy studying martial arts? And in the most interesting panel we've seen in these chapters so far, <laughs> Yuki wonders, did I? Because we'll talk about that panel later. I have notes, but <laughs> it's like, I got, <laughs> I was reading all of this and reading all their fight. And then I got there and I was like, ooh, something, there's something here. <laughs> uh, anyway, Yuki slumps down. Uh, he like snaps out of this kind of, these memories that he's having in that panel and slumps down, struggling to breathe. And Toru yells, she's like, you know, are you okay? Which draws... Kyo and Haru's attention. Haru comes over to help and he offers to call the main house, but Yuki grabs the ankle with this kind of like concerned, pleading look. Um, and Toru worries that he should have stayed home and she covers him with Haru's coat. And they talk about what they're going to do. Like they maybe they could call a cab, but they're worried that he'll transform in the back. Uh, and Haru also says that his attacks are worse. He's heard that his attacks are worse when he's in his rat form. Toru offers to do anything to help, and Haru is like, oh, I can think of something that you could do to help. <laughs> so he hugs her and transforms into a giant cow with a tuft of hair. I think if you stretch your definition of it, this could be considered a fight broken up by hugging. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm willing to add that to the list. <laughs> I, was, I see... I, I think that your your argument is valid. <laughs> um, so we cut back to Hana briefly, who's started a game of cards on the track with the two guys who passed by earlier while she was reading. And the teacher comes and sasses them and is like, just go home if you're not going to run. <laughs> uh, but then we cut away to Shigure's house, where Shigure is like crying and suppressing laughter at the sight that has arrived at his front door, which is... A cow, Haru is a cow, carrying Yuki on his back while Toru, like, hugs his neck. And they carried him home that way through the streets. And he's like, you must have drawn a lot of attention. <laughs> she has the weirdest sense of humor. He's always, like, losing it over her. <laughs> it's hilarious! It's a little funny, but it's never as funny as Shigeru thinks. No, it's not. It's true. It's never as funny as Shigeru <laughs> thinks, but it's also just, like, the spectacle is hilarious. Yeah. Especially when they have this, like, the cut back to them walking and they're all the little kids are following him and they're like a cow moo and all these people are like oh a cow like so random like at the children yeah <laughs> yeah it's really funny anyway they get yuki into bed and also like did haru is there as a cow so did he like somehow climb up the stairs as a cow like so. how does he even fit in the tiny stairway as a cow like i don't know anyway um, Shigure suggests that Toru go back to school and Toru says that she it would be more important uh, not to abandon someone in need and that she's sure her mother would have said the same thing. Um, and she also says that colds are dangerous and we shouldn't underestimate them. So Shigure offers to go to school and get her things. Um, Shigure also tells Kyo to call Hattori and to be careful because Tori is really stressed because there's an outbreak of flu in the family. And Kyo is like, why should I? And at that moment, Haru transforms back to his normal naked self and is like, I'll, t I'll call. <laughs> and Kyo is like, hey, <laughs> don't walk around naked. 
Anyway, uh, Shigure takes off for the school, and Toru is thinking that he's so kind, and Shigure is looking forward to seeing all the high school girls. You know, I don't know. Um, it becomes a little <laughs> song in the original anime. I it does. <laughs> we'll see. It has some. They I don't haven't... know if they'll keep that in the <laughs> reboot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> anyway, Shigure leaves. Haru gets off the phone. Um, saying that Tori was mad at him for some reason, and Kyo is like, maybe because you took off for three days. Um, Kyo also asks if they should continue their fight, but Haru says that it it was enough. Kyo is a worthy opponent, and he needs to train harder. Kyo like headlocks him and like noogies him with his elbow, and says that he changed back to white Haru while no one was looking. And Haru was like, "Ow." <laughs> um, Tori shows up having changed her clothes, and is like, "Oh, you're not Black Sun anymore." <laughs> Um, and Haru asks how Yuki is doing, and Toru says he's sleeping, and Haru's like, don't attack him in his sleep, Kyo. And Kyo was like, of course I won't. <laughs> I think it's funny how everyone thinks that Kyo is going to attack Yuki in his yeah. sleep. <laughs> like, this is like the second time. <laughs> That's a joke that always makes me laugh. Like, no matter how many, see, how many times I see it in something, is when, like, different people in different situations say the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Fed up with everything. Kyo goes back to school, so Kyo leaves. Haru um, and Toru are talking, and Haru asks Kyo and Yuki fight every day, and Toru is like, no, they er, they don't fight, but they argue, and Haru's like, really? I guess they are starting to get along, and Toru's like, what? <laughs> um, Haru says that before, they had this really intense, like, stay away from me vibe, but that has softened. Um, he thought that they would still be fighting every day, which is, and it's, un- therefore, it's unexpected, and he wonders if it's Toru's doing, and she's like, I'm not that significant, am I? Haru says um, that it's good that they're changing, especially for Yuki, who was his first love, <laughs> to which Toru drops the water bottle that she's carrying. Um, you know how last time we talked about we talked about love, we talked about all these words for love. I can't remember mm-hmm. if it, I, I said a bunch of words that involved I and Koi, and I, I can't remember if I said this one. But the word that he uses to describe first love is Hatsukoi. So that's what Haru says here. Just to like throw that out there. So <laughs> I guess that's why Toru reacts that way. <laughs> it implies something about them, I guess. So Haru says, uh, but it wasn't always that way. Haru actually hated Yuki when he was a kid because Yuki is the rat. Haru is like, you know, in the old myth, the rat rides on the ox to get to the banquet. And when they were little, all the adults would joke about the, the ox... Um, or the cow, and they would say that he's slow and stupid and he was used by the rat. He says that the adults probably didn't mean anything by it, but um, Haru felt like they were laughing at him, saying that he was slow and he was stupid, and it made him so angry uh, that his black side was born. And his parents couldn't handle him, so they enrolled him into martial arts, but that didn't work either. And we see here, like, baby Haru and baby Kyo are training, and Haru is like, yeah! And Kyo is like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also funny. That's, that's what he said to Toru, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. It's funny. He's a, he's a, good, he's a good coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that his nurturing nature has been born yet. <laughs> um, Haru says that he enjoyed martial arts, but it didn't stop people from laughing at him either. And he eventually confronted Yuki during that time. Um, and he says that they went to different schools, so they only saw each other at New Year's. And they had never talked before this time, which I thought was interesting. I didn't realize that before. Um, so we see Haru's memory. He's wearing his gi, so like he's come from training or something, confronting Yuki from outside of the house. Like Yuki's sitting up in a window and he's wrapped up in like a kimono and like a coat, like a kimono coat. And Haru says that he snapped 
and we see that he yelled at Yuki, I hate you, it's your fault that everyone laughs at me, you're the reason I'm slow and stupid. And baby Yuki asks, but is it true? Like, are you really stupid? And baby Haru has a moment of realization, and he looks down in shame, and he grabs his pants. Like, you know how little kids do when they're upset, they, like, grab at stuff. And he says, no, I'm not stupid. And he thinks, don't judge me based on a story, and laugh. And Yuki says, yeah. And Haru looks up with tears in his baby eyes, and Yuki says, I know, and smiles. It's a very, it's a cute scene. It's really Mm -hmm. sweet. Um, I think it just shows, like, Yuki's, Yuki's true kindness yeah to again yeah he had all the worries about whether he's actually kind but yeah you can see whenever you have scenes like this that he is a kind person indeed i think so anyway in the present haru says that after that he didn't snap as often um yuki let him say what was in his heart and yuki was a completely different person than what he imagined haru says that he was just as guilty as the people who were that he was mad at for judging him um, because he judged yuki to be like the scheming rat he says that he's grateful that he met Yuki then, and that if he hadn't, he would still be mad at him, and that would be dumb. <laughs> I think he says, like, that would be stupid, or something. Yeah. Uh, Toru smiles and says it's a wonderful story. And Haru says that he was surprised earlier, too, when Toru was standing with him. Um, Yuki had a serene smile. Haru says um, that he never smiled like that at the main house, and that's why he was wondering if Toru... It was Toru who softened Yuki's heart, and Toru's like, no way! And Haru's like, well, do you want to find out? And he whispers something in her ear. Yuki wakes up then, and he sees Toru, and who's like, oh, you're awake, and Yuki sits up suddenly, and he apologizes for causing trouble, and then he's like, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> and Toru explains that Haru turned into an ox and carried Yuki, and Yuki's like, thank you. <laughs> and Haru's like, my love for you inspired me, and Yuki is like, why would you say that? What if Honda-san took you seriously? And he's like, but I am serious. <laughs> um, Toru's like, but it was a wonderful story, um, Yuki-kun. And Yuki is like, it's alright, don't pay attention to Hup. But then he suddenly realizes that Toru called him by his first name and blushes and poofs into a rat. And then he lands... A blushing rat. And then he lands on the lamp. Did you notice that? (laughs) (laughs) In the next scene, Toru is like, I don't... It can't be me. She's like crying and he's sitting on the lamp. (laughs) This is really funny. Uh, But Haru smiles a wise and knowing smile. (laughs) And then at finally, at the end of the chapter, we cut back to school where everyone, including the teacher, Shigure and Kyo, have joined the yeah. card game that Hana started. <laughs> and at the end of the day, everyone caught colds from hanging out and playing cards outside. And the last scene, we see Shigure and Kyo all stove up in a under a futon, and Toru and Haru are looking over them. And Hattori is there thinking, even though I only take family patients, I'm still overworked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of those two chapters. Tori is like, I'm the only mature one in the entire family. <laughs> I wouldn't have played cards outside in the winter. <laughs> oh, so funny. These chapters, I feel like we needed these after the last two. <laughs> yeah. I was like, these are nice and lighthearted. It's a nice contrast to the the last two chapters we had were a bit more sadder. They were more like, uh, I don't know what the word is. Somber. Somber, yeah. And like... Uh, also, if you want to feel really old, the omake at the beginning of the chapter oh, is yeah. Y2K. I didn't talk about it at all because I was like, what the fuck is the purpose of this? Like, I asked myself and I was like, never mind. Yeah. But yeah, it is like, it does talk about Y2K. It's like, in the year 1999, everything will end. And then one of them is like, this manga isn't about the end of the world or something. <laughs> it's yeah. really weird. It's a very strange omake. Uh, anyway, yeah, you're right. I Sorry, I didn't mention that at all. But also, it wasn't 
plot relevant in any way. No. It's just a gag. Yeah. It's a gag that makes me feel old. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody was so worried about Y2K, but yeah. nothing happened. It's 2019. We've been we've lived for 19 so years more. Computers are going to explode, and we still have computers. In fact, we have them in our pockets, and we never had them in our pockets back then. Yeah, <laughs> and also like in our fridges and shit. So yeah, <laughs> they're everywhere. Us if we need eggs, yeah, basically <laughs> enabling us to tweet about our groceries. What I want to. You could set up like a live blog <laughs> from your fridge. Up to your fridge. <laughs> Like, oh, down to 10 eggs. <laughs> oh, the milk is halfway gone. <laughs> I'm sure that you could, and someone has. <laughs> Sorry, I needed to drink tea. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that it's happened already. So, what things do you want to discuss first? You're right that I think this could be a... We can stretch the definition to say that this is a <laughs> fight broken up by hugging. Yeah, it's kind of a fight broken up immediately followed by a hug. <laughs> it's broken up by an emergency. I think the hug cements the end of the fight. <laughs> I'm going to count it. I'm going to make it yeah. two and a half. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. I think we can I land on it being a half. could have gone back to fighting if there hadn't been the hug. <laughs> yeah, they so. probably could have. If they just ignored Yuki dying a little bit, then <laughs> maybe they could have gone back to fighting. I'm gonna, I've increased our counter to fights broken up by hugging to 2.5, just so you know. <laughs> I did want to talk about Hana's Denpa in that little... It's like one of those other background things. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that we're reading this in detail, I notice every single little background thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of background, mostly gags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly also gags. details in the, in the series. But it seems like... I guess if we're looking at her powers in detail, it seems like it's strongly implied that she made the girl see something or hear something, maybe, mm-hmm. with her waves. Yeah. Um... So that was interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think there's all like I think there's whole parts that have more detail about Hana later. So it is a gag. One thing, but... Yeah. One thing I took note of is in an earlier episode we were talking about like how the characters are supposed to have like some personality traits of their animals, mm-hmm. and we weren't sure about like Yuki's, and we're saying I think he's like suppressing some of his true personality. Mm-hmm. I think his true personality is starting to come out, and it's that he's a little shit, and I'm yeah. for it. <laughs> He's so sarcastic. Yeah. This is the whole beginning with Kyo. Yeah, I know. There's a high proportion of characters that are just super sassy. And I really appreciate... I mean, that's like... I appreciate that. That's the kind of humor yeah. that I use in my daily life. But yeah, um, yeah but it's yeah, interesting. That like really deadpan and kind of messing with people mm-hmm. becomes a more cemented part of Yuki's personality. <laughs> and it starts to become obvious in yeah, these chapters. So. You're right about that for sure. <laughs> He's good at that. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk about Hotsaru, who's yep. the cow. Do cows get lost? Is that part of their personalities? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it could be actually. I feel like I hear a lot of like stories about like you know ranchers having to go and find their cows really like, gone missing and stuff. They get spooked and wander off. And... Yeah, maybe. Because they're always like counting their cows and they're like, yes. oh, man, missing one. We gotta go find their cow. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> find one cow yeah. who got lost. That jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that he trained with Kyo, mm-hmm. and he he also hated Yuki. And we know that Kyo hates Yuki now. I was thinking about this when I was writing my notes, but I don't think we've seen anything about Kyo as a child yet. I don't think so. I think we've gotten like little like flashbacky panels where they're talking about their childhoods as, yeah. children, as children, but not really them, not, not really Kyo actively existing as a child. Yeah, exactly. So Talking I think and doing things, just sort of glimpses of him. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting how. Haru hated Yuki as a kid, and Kyo still hates him now. It's not clear if he liked him as a kid or not. 
and then they train together, which is interesting. And we saw, I think we finally saw Kyo and, and his little gi. It was so cute. <laughs> I can't remember if he talked about it. He might have, there might have been a flashback when he talked about it with Toru on the roof, but I can't remember. And we also learned a little bit. I feel like we learned something about the curse, which I didn't think about until this time, which is that Haru says Toru has to keep holding his neck so that he doesn't transform. Mm. So does that mean that they stay in their animal forms while they're being held? Like until they stop being held? It makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. I just didn't. Trigger is, yeah. 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 It also makes sense as something for them to do in that situation since they talk about how there's no real rhyme or reason to when they change back. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, it's like if they stop... It's not like you just let go and they transform back. It's like you have to let go and then after a period of time, they'll transform yeah. back too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. We can add that to our like curse tracker, yeah. which we don't really have, but we kind, of, yeah. we kind of have. Not like I have a fights broken up by hugging tracker, <laughs> which I have in all of my notes. I'm excited that we got to update something. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's broken anything <laughs> in a while. So um, yeah, pretty sure we get some more damage at least down the line. <laughs> oh, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Kyo and Haru seem to get along. Yeah, they do. Pretty well. They seem to be friends. Yeah. Like, like I like Kyo kind of teasing him after when he goes back to being White Haru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, get him with a headlock and nugging him. Yeah. <laughs> and even when when, you, when uh, Haru's talking about his relationship with Yuki, he says, like, he explicitly says, I like Kyo a lot, too. Yeah, he, he does. He has a special relationship to Yuki. Yes, he does. And it seems like Kyo also feels some, like, almost responsibility toward Haru the same way he seemed to kind of toward Momiji. Yes, I made that note too. Yeah. I also like how he said that he had to help him find the bathroom when he was little. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we don't, I don't think, like, Kyo really, uh, like, I don't know if we also see Kyo and Momiji hanging out as little kids, but it's, like, explicit that Haru and Kyo Mm -hmm. did. (laughs) So it's cute. It's very cute. And then also, like, Kyo is, like, puts some pants on after he, like, transforms. Like, he's kind of, also kind of babysitting him. Yeah, and there's a little note that he's explicitly wearing Kyo's clothes when he is Okay, yeah, I wondered about that. I didn't see that note. just imagine Kyo, like, grabbing clothes out of his own closet and being like, put these on. Yes, like, ugh, like, just (laughs) take care of yourself, goddammit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) With exasperation, but also care. Yeah. It's kind of, it's interesting that Kyo has that in his personality. Like, I think it's obvious that he's caring, but I never really noticed. I never took, paid much attention to that. Like, I guess Mm -hmm. I kind of subconsciously understood it. And now I feel like it's yeah. nice and explicit. Yeah, and I think it's also kind of an example of, in an earlier chapter, Yuki's talking about how he's kind of, has some kind of jealousy of Kyo, where he's talking about mm-hmm. how Kyo gets along with people. Yeah. And, and would do well if they were outside of the Soma household. Right. I mean, he's not sure if he would, because, like, see, Kyo does kind of get along with some of the other Somas around their age, and Yuki seems like he still feels kind of isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem like that. Their relationship is interesting. And mm-hmm. and you're right that like like Haru does have he feels um you know connected to Yuki, but like Kyo and Yuki their relationship is one that is fueled by disdain. Yeah. So yeah, it is like it's just Kyo seems to get along with most of the other other the Somas so that we've seen so far at least. Yeah, at least the ones around his own age. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like Kagura too, but I don't think. <laughs> yeah, well, they technically <laughs> <get along. laughs> they kind of get along. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a little forced, but yeah. Okay, can we? Can we talk about this panel for a second? <laughs> the one, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I just don't like fighting that much. I was, mm-hmm. I was bored. I was like, please stop shit talking. I just want to learn about your characters. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I get it. But there's this scene in the middle of this where Toru is like, didn't you like studying martial arts? I forget exactly what she says. She's like, didn't you like mm-hmm. studying martial arts too? To Yuki, and then he's like, did I? And then he has this really interesting kind of like flashback, and he's like, I, I don't know, did I? And it's like. You can see that he's, if you look at the page 
I don't know what page it is, but on the right side of the page, you can see that he's like thinking this is kind of like him in the present. And then he has these memories on the left hand side. And it's like mm -hmm. what looks like maybe Kyo and baby Haru kind of standing off to the side. They have his like backs to him, to who like to the perspective of whoever is looking at this. And it looks like they're kind of talking like as if they're, I don't know, like paying attention to each other. And then mm -hmm. there's Yuki and he's wearing like a little sweater and a little uh, collared shirt. And then a hand covers his face. Mm -hmm. And I think that the hand is maybe like a Kido's. It's, it's hard to tell, but it's like a hand and it looks like a long inside of a long sleeve. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it could be somebody else in a gi. Like it's hard to, it's it's very abstract. It's hard to tell. Yeah. But I think that it's a Kido's based on what mm -hmm. we've seen and the way yeah. that a Kido's like creep in. So I wonder what this means. I don't know if you've thought about this mm -hmm. or how we can interpret this <clears throat> weird panel. It's very yeah. strange in the middle. <laughs> Um, I have some spoilery thoughts, but okay, for so do I. Non-spoilery. I think uh, it's interesting because we know like they were all trained in martial arts mm -hmm. as kids, because like we're explicitly told that. Yeah. But we see that Kyo and Haru were training together, but it doesn't seem like Yuki was training with them. Right. Yeah. It doesn't seem yeah. like they were together. Mm -hmm. And like, if anything, you'd think maybe Kyo would be isolated. From yeah, the you would think so. When being trained, but it seems like he he and Haru at least were trained together, mm -hmm. and Yuki wasn't. But we know Yuki was trained, so. We do. It is interesting. Deliberate isolation of Yuki going on there. Yeah, and I also, like, it makes me wonder if he was even trained at all. Like, because he's not wearing gi. We never see, I don't think, like, he's not shown wearing gi here. It's like he sees them, but he's not training mm -hmm. with them, like you said. Yeah, it's like he's definitely yeah. I think isolated. He I think he mentions training in martial arts. Yeah. But I just think it wasn't, obviously it wasn't at the same time. Definitely not. As Kyo and Haru. And Haru, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. We can talk about more spoilery things, you're right. Mm -hmm. But like, but is even from a non-spoilery perspective, it's like, you know, we haven't explored Kyo's relationship with Yuki as a child, but Haru also blamed for him. Yeah, and Haru says he hadn't seen, he'd never talk, talk into, talk, <laughs> talking to him. <laughs> he's never talked to him yeah. until that time when he I yelled at him, snapped and yelled at him. Which yeah, obviously, going to class to go into karate class no together. no they weren't they weren't training together so and also i feel like maybe you know we know kyo also dislikes yuki now so maybe they like kind of bonded it's almost like it's like yuki feels like he's out like he's separated from them like this mm -hmm. memory kind of demonstrates the way that he feels separated from them and the way that they the relationship that they have mm -hmm. yeah that's all i wanted to say that's not spoilery but i was just like <laughs> waiting for something to happen and i finally and it paid off i was like "Ooh, <laughs> that's cool <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting panel definitely. it is it's really weird it's interestingly placed it's like in the middle of this fight yeah i, I have like, sorry go ahead just the whole thing of like yuki also like not being sure if he enjoyed yeah martial arts or not yes yeah. like did i enjoy it and it's obviously something he's good at mm -hmm. it's obviously something he spent a decent time. amount of time on as a kid yeah to be good at it but he's like did i actually enjoy doing any of that yeah, it's interesting. Kind of interesting with Yuki, like, yeah, I think Yuki's shown like unsurety about like his own personality and interests mm -hmm. in the past, and so it's kind of a, like, did I enjoy that, or was that just something I I had to do as a kid? Mm -hmm. like, starting to kind of think more about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the like when Toru asked him, it was like the first time he thought about it almost, mm -hmm. you know. And he also is kind of like he says that Haru and Kyo are like fight crazed morons or something, like as if yeah, they clearly enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. But and maybe he didn't. It as a kid. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. I was just going to say this whole um, this whole chapter is interesting because... So the whole time, Yuki is sick. So mm. we know that that's, like, because of his, his, like, weak bronchial tubes or whatever. Like, there's a plot reason for it. But I wonder what what is the comparison that, like, 
that the author is trying to make by separating him. Like, he's sick the whole time, and Haru and Kyo are fighting the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, is this supposed to just also further illustrate the way that he's isolated? Like, he's isolated by because he was ill. Yeah. yeah I think it might be kind of a parallel to, like, their childhood. Because, mm-hmm. like, Hattori says that, like, his bronchial tubes, like, would it gets better as he gets older mm-hmm. and he and he had a lot of attacks when he was little mm-hmm. so it's probably like he was more isolated when he was little and now he's mostly over it but when he gets sick he still can be susceptible to it so it's still has yeah. occasional like memories of being isolated because of his sickness yeah maybe also like the way like he'll like he'll leave so like they go they go home kill leaves Shigeru leaves, so he's he could have been isolated again. Like Toru could have left too, Haru could have left too, but Haru yeah. and and Toru stay there. So it's almost like now that he's in a different environment, he has like that support which he maybe didn't yeah. have as a child. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it right before we started recording that I was like, well, why would you have these two plots together? And I think like maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I also think um, I think Kyo's reaction when Yuki has his attack is pretty interesting too. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's. Like might be kind of worried but conflicted about it. Like, yeah, he's, he's interesting reaction. He's it's like his face is all concerned and it's like dot mm-hmm. dot 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 dot. Like there's not he's not saying yeah. anything but he's clearly shown. It does look like he's concerned. Mm-hmm. He does look conflicted. Like he's like maybe I shouldn't have pushed him to do this. Like yeah, maybe he wasn't around when Yuki was sick as a kid. Like he's kind of yeah. like oh Yuki's weak. Like, like he says right before. Yeah. The day before. And like earlier, he's like, he'll be fine. He just yeah. needs to go to bed early and he'll be fine. Yeah. So, and it's like, mm, like oh. it's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he also, you know, he, he goes along with them back to the house. Like he could have just stayed at school. And... He could have finished the run. Yeah. And he winds up going back when he gets annoyed later. But the fact that he went along with them makes it seem like he's got some concern for how this is going to turn out. Yeah. I think he does. I mean, I think he's like kind of concerned yeah. about it. He's Yuki. also like asking Haru what Hattori says. And... Yeah everything and then he kind of gets fed up with it at the end and goes back but Mm -hmm. but that's like after it's like yeah yuki's gonna be fine yeah she's toru's like oh yuki's sleeping and he's like fine and then he takes off he's probably kind of annoyed that he was worried maybe yeah at that point maybe yeah it is interesting that he feels that way it's the first time that toru called yuki by his first name Mm -hmm. speaking of him waking up oh my gosh it's significant so significant (laughs) because i think she keeps calling him that for the rest of the series not that, I mean, that's mildly spoilery, I guess, but... She keeps calling him Somokun? Yuki? Yuki? Like, yuki Kun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she switches, doesn't she? I don't know. <laughs> I definitely I forgot. I forgot to check. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I mean, that's not really a spoiler, then. It's a minor yeah. spoiler. Because I'm sure people... I don't think anybody stops reading the two chapters when we talk about this. I mean, if they are, yeah. like, that's nice, but... Also, I don't... I mean, I think it's implied that <laughs> yeah. she's switching to yeah. calling him that, so... yeah. They're closer, and then yes. he and then he transforms, and she's like, "No, mm-hmm. it can't be me." And Haru is like, "Of course it is." Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's cute. Um, I just love how he. I never noticed that he landed on the little <laughs> lamp yeah. before. It's really funny. It was very sweet too. Yeah, I like how the rat's like entire face is blushing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for rat blushes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's cute. Do you think rats blush? This is a side note. <laughs> I do not know. I wonder if they. <laughs> they probably don't, I would guess. Yeah. Do rats feel embarrassed? This is the question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they do. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously doubt it. I've known, I don't think rats <laughs> are capable of embarrassment. <laughs> uh, sounds silly, but I have known a few rats. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it's not silly because I know you, but maybe, maybe it's silly to our audience who doesn't know you. <laughs> do you ever have rats come into the vet? A couple. Oh. For mm-hmm. what? What problems do they have? 
Uh, one had the sniffles, so we had to give it antibiotics. Oh no! <laughs> Did you say the sniffles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, is just that like you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like his weak bronchial tubes. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that when it says yes, his attacks are worse. Oh, it's a rat. Warm. I'm like, oh, is that just a little a rat, little rat coughing and sneezing? That's it's, and like, cute. it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> What do rats sound like when they cough? Uh, I don't know if I've heard them cough, but their little sneezes are just the cute little cheek kind oh, of things, you know. That's adorable and sad. <laughs> uh, did you have any other non-spoilery things to discuss <laughs> now that we're done with this tangent? Um, I think it's interesting. We see more of how the like perception of the myth is affecting the possessed characters. Yeah. Because, you know, we obviously have how, like, the, know, like the cat is an outsider. Cat and rat thing mm-hmm. affects their relationship and how other people see their relationship mm-hmm. and obviously the whole cat thing just in general affects Kyo. Yep. But you also see how there's other aspects of it too. It's not just the cat. Mm-hmm. You have the people thinking that the, the ox is slow and stupid and taken yeah. advantage of by the rat. I wonder if so Haru is like, oh, the, I know the adults didn't mean anything by it. But I it think cl- they did. I think they, 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 they did. Some of family are shitheads. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I think they did. And I think that that it obviously it got to him so and they kept saying they kept talking about it so much that he yeah i mean it caused him to split his personality as a child yeah (laughs) yeah in such a way that he couldn't control his emotions yeah yeah it's definitely darker than what haru thinks but i think haru also thinks the best in people so yeah i think he tends to especially after his uh encounter with yuki misjudging of yuki that he tends to be that way (laughs) yeah for sure and the Somas were like, oh, this child has severe mental emotional trauma. Let's teach him to fight instead of bringing him to therapy. <laughs> well, martial arts. <laughs> martial arts is supposed to. Yeah. It's supposed to help you not just learn how to fight, but also like be emotionally disciplined <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. But yes. <laughs> I think he could have benefited from further therapy. <laughs> Probably. But they would never if take most of them. Could... They would never take them to therapy. They're way too proud no. for that. It seems like at least two Somas are shown to have, you know, childhood issues that they've channeled through martial arts. Mm-hmm. So. And supposedly Yuki, too. Yeah. Although he doesn't seem to be fond of it. I don't know. He doesn't remember yeah. it the same way they know. do. For his issues or uh, just to give him something to do or something. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe because he was so weak. Maybe they were like, you know, it's good for yeah. him to exercise or something. Maybe. I feel like that might have been the reason and they might have said that later. I don't know. I forget. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's all for the non-spoilers. So unless you stick around for spoilers, next episode we're going to talk about chapters 15 and 16. And you can find us at all the places, which most of you already have. Um, you can email <laughs> us at sittogetherpodcast at gmail.com or like leave us an ask on Tumblr. Just thank you all for listening and, and for your support. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be excited. <laughs>
So I found another part where he's talking to his mother. It's like volume 13 in case anybody wants to look for it. And he's like, am I being used as a tool or whatever? And he's wearing that outfit again. So I think it's also mm-hmm. just part of his like, that you're right. It's all in that, that part of his life where he was completely isolated from everybody else. Yeah. He was just basically given to Akito as a chew toy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's really depressing. Yeah. And then Akito is like, oh. And then I was rereading some of the scenes where he's sick and Akito, like the hat story, which is in volume 15 in case anybody wanted to look that up too. And Akito's like, oh, are you going to die? Like it's. It's the worst. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 I remember like like Akito being like annoyed with him when he's coughing also. Yes. Yeah. Is, so there's like just a strong correlation between his isolation as a child and his sickness and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think the fact that Akito's hand is like covering his face in that scene, it's like he's trying mm-hmm. to, is that just a symbol of him being isolated or is it actually like physically Akito covering his eyes? It could be. It could be. I think it's kind of like Akito's possessiveness of him at that time. Yeah, probably. Like you don't need to be a part of them, you're mine. Yeah, basically. You don't need to worry mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how I tried to like skirt around this while we were talking, but I think it's interesting that Kyo and Haru had like this similar experience of blaming Yuki for their situation as kids. Mm-hmm. It's mentioned in that one of those chapters that I just talked about. I think it's in the hat story one in 15 where Akito was like oh did you hear that the cat's mother died like or, or like she committed suicide and did you hear what he said at the funeral he said he's gonna kill himself and then he's gonna kill you and he's like mm-hmm. Akito's kind of taunting Yuki during that time yeah yeah but I think it's interesting for like the contrast between Kyo and Haru's experiences is mm-hmm. I don't think Kyo ever got to talk to Yuki as a kid. no I don't think so we have we have Kyo like snapping and yelling about how it's all Yuki's fault and he hates the hates the rat and everything but yep. we don't ever see them I don't think they probably met until they were quite a bit older no because he wouldn't even have been to the banquet yeah so Haru is like oh, I used to see him at the banquet but I never talked to him which was interesting mm-hmm. but then maybe Kyo never even like I wonder if Kyo probably yeah. didn't meet him until they, like, much older each other at New Year's they probably wouldn't have talked no for cause... sure because Kyo hated him and probably yeah, because and Kyo isolated kind of Yuki isolated in their own ways yeah so, for sure yeah 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 and uh kyo's mother isolated him too so yeah yeah you're right they were all isolated from each other yeah yeah kyo's especially isolated before kazuma took him in i don't have the volume with me but in volume 15 there's also a bunch of scenes with him i guess maybe after kazuma took him in so during this time when they're training there are a bunch of scenes with kyo and like the others hanging out as little kids Mm -hmm. that yuki is seeing them do these things so yuki is still isolated but they aren't Maybe mm-hmm. that's why he kind of has a rapport with like Momiji and Haru, like we saw, yeah, we talked I think about. We have, I think in that scene, it has like like Haru, Momiji's like hanging off of his bag or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute little bit where it's like in they have in the uh, the anime ending yeah. theme. Yeah, I think that's really neat. Yeah, <laughs> anime ending. Yeah, anime. exactly. It has all of the ones who are really close. Like mm-hmm. Rin's not there, for example. Yeah. Um, Momiji, Haru, Kyo, and Kagura—they're all kind of together. Yeah. So, and it is interesting. Yeah. And I think even, I don't remember if she has that, but I think even Hiro and Kisa are a little bit part of that group. Maybe. Not I think they are there. We're like, we're like, Kyo at least acts familiar with them. Like, what are they doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how he treats everybody. Yeah. But like, I love... Not in the like alarmed way he does with like Hattori or anything. It's just yeah. like, what are these kids doing here? <laughs> yeah, basically. So yeah, I don't know. I thought that it was, it was like the most interesting part of these whole two chapters was that one <laughs> panel. Um, so yeah, it was, that was cool to see, I think. 
Yeah, and yeah, I am interested in, like the whole martial arts training thing because I think I it's know. implied that he that Yuki was trained under Kazuma. I think he addresses him as like I think he addresses him in the same way or similar way that he does implies that he was his martial arts master. He does, yeah. But he was obviously not trained with the group, so like, did he just have his own isolated? special lessons maybe or... he did maybe they were worried that he would be sick i don't know like it's mm-hmm. not really clear and i kind of i and skimmed ahead like, oh. special he gets special lessons yeah and cosmo's like whatever i guess yeah. <laughs> um like, i'll do whatever i can to make your poor children slightly less traumatized yeah i know maybe <laughs> help them deal with all their emotional struggles yeah i think it's yeah. interesting i don't yeah i can't imagine how much worse these kids would be without Cosmo. Oh my god, probably <laughs> terrible. Very strong positive influence on a lot he's... of their lives. Obviously, kill the most, but <laughs> I mean, but he's like the only positive influence in most yeah. of their lives. Like even Yuki's parents are terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't think like we see scenes of Kyo and Haru training multiple times. Like this is just one, but there I don't. I skimmed a little bit through the series before we started, like through the manga, the rest of the manga before we started, and I don't think there's any scenes of Yuki training as a little kid. Mm-hmm. even in those scenes the one those backstory things i just mentioned like the hat backstory and the uh, him being isolated yeah. so maybe he wasn't trained until he was a bit older or something they all say haru and, and kyo are like oh he's been training less than we have so maybe yeah. at that time that haru talked to him they, they hadn't been training yet or something yeah, he, he sorry yuki hadn't been training yet mm-hmm. that could be i don't know they waited until he was older and less sickly to yeah start training him maybe until he was like really severely depressed and isolated yeah maybe i don't know maybe like when akito kind of gave up interest in yuki or something um i guess maybe we'll see maybe we'll see that later i'm not sure i can't think of a scene where they show him training but we know that it's said that he trained and you're right because he he addresses kazuma shihan or something Mm -hmm. maybe she or shihan i can't remember one of the two later so Okay, good. We talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) Some other little spoilery things were like, um, we saw Toru's reaction about Yuki being sick, I guess. Like, I wonder if he thought her reaction was kind of strong. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he kind of backed away. And she also says that colds are, you know, nothing to be taken lightly or whatever. And all the characters kind of react especially strongly to that. I mean, we know that that's because it's a spoiler because that's how her father died. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting to see that spoiled or like <laughs> alluded to mm-hmm. here so early. Um, I think it happens again and again, happens a couple of times, but yeah, this was the first time. And then I also thought that it was interesting. That's so that's a minor spoiler. I thought it was interesting that when Haru threatens to do this and that to Toru, <laughs> um, Kyo is really bothered by it, you know, because he loves her. <laughs> I guess maybe he's starting. I always wonder, or like one of the things that's we haven't seen a lot of romantic development between any of the three yet. I mean, Yuki kind of uh, flirted with Toru in that one part on the roof. And of course, like they're always blushy blushy when she says nice things to them, but I yeah. don't think we've seen Mostly any serious developments yet. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. This is like one of the little early things. Oh, and I guess Kyo, Kyo uh, bonked her on the head all, as well when Kagura left mm-hmm. that one time. Yeah. So there's like their closeness is, developing in the way that he feels protective of hers developing so i thought that was interesting mm-hmm. yeah i was like ooh to myself <laughs> when i read it um there was something else we talked about that was a spoiler that i wanted to say but now i can't remember yeah, nice yeah. are there any other manga spoilers though that you wanted to talk about 
think so. There weren't that many. We didn't have very many, yeah. There was a lot that we could actually talk about. Yeah. <laughs> For once. Stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, you know, introducing Haru and then building on some other stuff. So. Yeah. We don't even, we didn't get a lot of backstory about Haru, just that his, like, specific relationship with Yuki, which is, like, immediately delivered on also. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, okay, we can talk about anime spoilers. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, so what we talked about was Akito's voice. Yeah. Yeah. I did think it was interesting, because now in the second episode that just aired, which I hadn't seen before, but you had, I thought both the the Japanese voice actor and the English voice actor, actors' uh, acting choices were interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't actually watched the sub yet, but I watched the dub, mm-hmm. and I, I just thought it was pretty well done for Akita's voice. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can tell it's a female voice actor, but I don't think you can tell it's necessarily supposed to be a female character. Yeah. So I think it's kind of a nice... Uh, a nice choice of tone for that. Yeah, I think so. They're definitely, <clears throat> yeah, you can tell they're definitely women speaking, mm-hmm. but they're yeah, still kind like, of ambiguous. Yeah, and casting female voice actors for male roles, especially if they're like more younger, I guess mm-hmm. feminine-ish feminine ish men, is pretty common in anime, mm-hmm. subbed or dubbed. I think Yuki's voice actor, no, Yuki has a male voice actor this time in Japanese. Yeah, I, I think remember. he had a female voice actor last time. In the Japanese, first time so. he did, yes. Yeah. And then Eric Vale's the same. Yeah. Um, Akito's voice actor, they're both, I think from both versions, they're like markedly different interpretations yeah, of Akito's think, voice, which is nice. I think it was much more obviously masculine than the first anime. Mm-hmm. For on and the dub and the think, sub. Yeah. And I also don't think you saw, you heard from Akito that early. Like, I don't think they showed that scene in the first anime of Shigure talking to her. I don't remember. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I don't. I, I think he just it. comes back and is like, you're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, I don't think they show him actually visiting. It might be the first time they show him is at the school. Yeah, I think so. Or in flashbacks, probably. Or, yeah, the, I think you see like the flashback of him hanging out the window. Maybe. And, oh, and uh, also she... Satori. Yeah, when she goes to visit the main house. Mm-hmm. But also, Akito doesn't speak in that scene. Yeah, so. speaking. So. Yeah. Yes, so that was nice. It was nice mm-hmm. to hear Akito's voice. It was an interesting interpretation. And then the other spoilery thing that we, uh, you and I talked about was like, that are so, so, I said earlier that the anime and so far is basically like shot for shot from the chapters. But I do think they put a lot of emphasis on a couple of spoilery things. Like they put a lot of emphasis on the hat. I noticed that mm-hmm. in the like opening um, animation, I think there's like, or the opening theme, there's a big, the hat is there yeah. prominently. And then when Kyo... Also on some other spoilery things, like when Kyo transforms in the, at the school in episode two of the anime, his uniform, when his uniform is off, but you, his like bracelet is featured very prominently at that point in time mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's like very clearly in the shot, which was interesting. Yeah. Also, I saw the the screening at the theater, and when the hat showed up, everyone was like, "Ooh." <laughs> <laughs> Someone it's a, it's a vocal reaction from the entire audience. <laughs> There's a really interesting comment in our ask box that I have not replied to yet because I'm I might save it like I might save it for when that's revealed which but it's quite a long ways from now so I need to reply to them regardless but like uh, reply privately yeah I will it's like um, and I don't know if this person's listening but cool crispy <laughs> um, said that something that confused me about the hat is that Takaya is a very particular sense of style for each character and the hat seems very kyo so surprised when the boy who helped toru was actually yuki but of course we know why now which is true it's mm. like the hat when you think that i real i was like 
Yeah, that's definitely true. The hat is not a Yuki style hat. He would never have had a hat like that, even as a child. He's mm-hmm. like very like buttoned down with his little sweaters and collared shirts and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good point. Good point. Cool, crispy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I might mm-hmm. save that. Ask for later. <laughs> now I've replied. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I think most of the slight changes to the new anime have just been like it's like a signal to manga fans that they're gonna go for a more yeah accurate thing like it's like hey look the bracelet is the right color hey you've got the hat <laughs> yeah did you see the hat it's here <laughs> yeah yeah it is interesting yeah it hasn't really changed anything they've just put a little bit more emphasis on things that were there so yeah it's nice um yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how they break it out. Also, because the first couple of episodes are like also the pace is the same as the original anime too. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. I thought this was supposed to be broken thinking, into two parts in the spring yeah. and the fall, and that was going to be it. Unless I'm wrong. Um, my theory, just based on the ending, because mm-hmm. you know, anime tends to like with the openings or the endings, it'll have like stuff in that mm-hmm. that kind of references that whole section of the series, and mm-hmm. then like. When you get to the end of that stuff, you're like, oh, we're going to have a new season soon. Yeah, Hero and Kisa are there, but uh, like, and Kisa are there, but Rin not, is not. Like, Rin or anyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I imagine it's going to go to probably a similar place as the first anime. Probably. You know, Hero and Kisa. Like, he, Kisa's introduced a little earlier, but Hero was introduced like right after. Round Kyo's volume six. Transformation. Yeah, six or seven, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. That is, that's what's alluded to by the openings and endings. Yeah. Is about that much being covered. That's still less than half, though, so... Yeah, I don't, that doesn't sound right. I don't think it would be... Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see, won't we? Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, yeah, those are all the spoilers, and anime spoilers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if anyone is actually listening for us to talk about the anime, I don't have anything... I still don't have anything significant to say. Like, it's it's nice, and it's but it's mm-hmm. still basically, like, shot for shot, which is also yeah. nice, so... Nothing has really diverted, diverged from the... Either the original anime or the manga actually because mm-hmm. i think even to this point in the like the anime was relatively close it's just like so many things were changed toward the end right and things that were cut yeah for the most part yeah in this it's case just, nothing has been cut yet in a more comedic tone and stuff oh there was like a minor change where the the thing the scene with yuki and toru at school took place in a classroom rather than the hallway yeah but i mean it's like whatever the se- mm-hmm. so the setting changed slightly yeah um okay I guess that's mm-hmm. it for this week then. <laughs> mm-hmm. These were pretty lighthearted. Like yeah. we have, I mean, Haru's backstory is not, but like the, all the set, it seems like he's one of the characters who's kind of like moved on from his past. Whereas like yeah. Yuki and Kyo have not yet. Yeah. So he's fairly at peace with himself. Like, I think so. Even his later drama isn't really about himself. No, all his later drama is really about Rin, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like the, uh, kind of a fight between him and Akito. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, that makes sense. Like you can't be, you can't be standing up for other people when you haven't taken care of yourself first. Yeah. It's funny how a lot of the younger ones are like more, <laughs> have more of their shit together. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Akito kind of started ignoring them more. <laughs> yeah. Like Akito. I think, yeah. I do think it does have to do with the age Akito was compared to them. Yeah. I think like, so. Like Akito was obviously the older ones were more devoted mm-hmm. and like taking care of Akito. Mm-hmm. And then she was obviously like more hands on with the ones that are kind of younger than her, but not that younger. Yeah. And then didn't really care as much about the hero and much younger ones. Yeah. They kind of got they got off 
basically with yeah. like not being so involved and like also i guess around that time that was when akito probably started developing real ro- romantic feelings and stuff for mm-hmm. like shigure and uh kareno and like that yeah. that <laughs> manipulating them in that relationship probably took up more of her energy mm-hmm. than messing with yeah, and like I think it hero was... and kisa yeah and i think it's made explicit later that like when Akito became really bad with Yuki was when, after Kareno's curse broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're right. That, that was just kind of bad timing. Like, they were yeah. the ones who were closest at hand when Akito kind of lost it. So. I forgot that, um, that I was looking back through those chapters, and I think it was also volume 15, maybe, has a little flashback to when Shigure came. Like, that was like, Shigure came to offer Yuki a place to live and that was like pretty recent to when the mm-hmm. story started yeah. i would guess like probably right before he started high school he was really badly off at that point right like mm-hmm. he's on the ground he's like I-, I can't remember exactly what the situation is but he's in quite a bad place at that point in time i think mm-hmm. so it's only been it's only been months since he was living in the main house i think when the story starts so yeah all that pain is still very fresh. Whereas like someone like Haru, I think has kind of not, he's kind of accept. he's at peace with those things, I think perhaps. Yeah. And he's the stuff in his past happened when he was pretty little and it doesn't look like he had that much of Akito's attention. No, I don't think so. Well, he just was like, younger. it's like Kyo too. Like Kyo didn't really have Akito's attention. No, Kyo because he was other <laughs> yeah. stuff going on. Kyo was specifically shunned, which I mean, yeah. contributes to a lot, but he didn't have Akito's attention. He just had other, yeah, other problems. Yeah. So other things going on mm-hmm. yeah you're right well more to come in the darkness yep. of keto <laughs> yeah deeply deeply fucked deeply deep deeply fucked so deeply fucked <laughs> that's something i forgot to mention that like how even though yuki's like this is stupid he still got like, way to the race with Kyo, <laughs> yeah he did so he shouldn't. <laughs> because everybody knows that kyo will just like kyo would have kept just making fun of him or whatever the whole time he was just like whatever like the whole episode or the whole time in these two chapters he was like whatever like stop arguing stop whatever like he's just placating kyo and then there was a part where he's running and he's like um kyo was like i hope you're not holding back and he's like whatever (laughs) (laughs) and then when they're fighting the whole time they're fighting he's like whatever (laughs) like just please let this end (laughs) yeah anyway Thank you all once again for listening. If you stuck around through this this very light spoilery discussion that we have this time, mm-hmm. um, next time we're going to be talking about episodes fifteen. Or ep- bleh, next time we're going to be talking about chapters fifteen and sixteen. The um, spoilery section will be much longer. Yeah, it will. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on all the Stay Together podcast places on our website and Tumblr, for example, um, and you can contact us. Always nice to see people's asks and um, comments. I try to reply to all of them. And reviews. Yes, thank you all for your reviews on the iTunes store. It's very helpful for us. Um, Since I think the majority of our listenership now is coming in through the iTunes store. So it is helpful um, to have those comments. We appreciate you. Yes, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I'm just as excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> Don't do an endurance run. No, I know.